0: So, I remembered or I saw an interview with Tupac, Tupac Shakur, super dope. Um, he made really good points, which kind of inspired um, a lot of things I was going to say. Uh, he was kind of saying, like, even back then, so it was just like 90s, right? He was saying, you know, when someone wants something, they come knocking. They come knocking. And it's something along the lines of this. I'm not quoting him, but it's something along the lines of something like this. Uh, uh, if someone wants something, they come knocking, right? And if you ignore them, you don't hear them. Um, maybe they'll start banging a little bit. You know but they've been knocking for a long time, right? But you choose to ignore them. and that's okay, right? but they, they need to be heard. something's happening. they need to be heard. So why don't I start banging on the door? Maybe not very loud, but I'm going to start banging a little bit. And maybe you hear it, maybe you don't. <coughs> but you ignore them anyway. But they need something. You ignore them. You start banging, maybe a little bit louder. A little bit louder. Keep going. It's a little bit louder. And then you're like, hmm, maybe I do hear something, but mm, it's not that important. It's fine. I'm, gonna, I'm, not, I'm just going to ignore it for now. And then you hear the banging get louder and louder. And then, at one point, they start slapping the door You know, like, I don't even can hear that They start slapping it, you can hear it for sure Like, it's getting louder, it's getting louder And at one point, you can only ignore someone for so long To a point where they start trying to kick the door in already They're like, "You're you're not listening to me, I'm suffocating I need help, I need you to hear me I've been knocking for days, months You know, I've been banging softly For days and months on top of that and you still choose to ignore me and now I'm really banging here on the door and you still choose to ignore me so are you really that surprised when I kick the door in because you've been actively annoying uh ignoring me for years Without even coming out and saying, hey, sorry, I'm busy. Or, hey, uh, maybe you can do some type of rearrangement. Or without saying anything, you just flat out ignore a person. Now, would you really be surprised that they kicked the door in? Are you really going to be that surprised? And this is kind of what's happening with the world. And it's super interesting that he said this a long time ago. Maybe not exactly the way I uh, conveyed it. But it meant this. It it meant like, will you really be surprised if someone starts banging on your door if you choose to ignore them for years and months already without any justification? Uh, 100% that's what's happening in the world right now. People are absolutely screaming for their rights. They're screaming for... Uh, feminism, they're screaming for Black Lives Matter, they're screaming for all sorts of stuff. And you really that surprised, though, after years and years and years of trying to say something, you refuse to listen, and you have like a big, major event that was the tipping point. So for Black Lives Matter, it was George Floyd, right? Obviously it's been a fight that's been going for a long while, but it was 100% a tipping point where everyone starts to go out into the streets and really start writing, and I don't think COVID helped either, because everyone was just restless at home, ready to go. And then you just made this tipping point, and then obviously they're gonna rush out of the house the second they have uh, a reason to. Am I saying it's right? Um, I can't answer that. If you're mad at me for not being able to answer that, then it's on you. Like, Do I agree with the fact that there was riots and stuff? I wouldn't say I agree, but I'm not surprised. And. A part of me even thinks it's about time. Do I think brutality and aggressiveness was the answer? 100% no. But these people have been asking and asking for years now, right? To be treated equally, in a sense. Even in a cultural way, you know? I said in the last episode, like Ben Shapiro argued, like, no, he doesn't believe in, in systematic racism. But uh, the way culture uh, makes racism a thing. Which is true to an extent. All our stigmas, everything we believe in our head, the thoughts of like, hey, there's a black man following me, I should probably go across the street. That's a stigma a lot of people have, and if you're scared to say that out loud, it doesn't mean it's not true. It is 100% a stigma, and it's something that people are still saying, at least in uh, Malaysia, where I grew up, kind of. And, uh, yeah, it's 100% a thing. And I 100% also hurt people like, oh my gosh, there's a black man there, let's like... You know let's turn around and that's a horrible thought to have it really is it's very very upsetting but it's a stigma that's so ingrown in my head growing up and i 100 percent do not like it but it's an unconscious thought and it's very very unfortunate and it's the same thing for women and men there's some things that we just think like can a woman do that but not because I don't believe in women, but it's the stigma that has been so ingrown in our head growing up. It's so unfortunate. And this is why we should 100% not let our kids think this. Because they are clean slate. A lot of these, um, I, I looked into also toxic masculinity, uh, and uh, misogyny and like really look into like why they believe the things they believe in and some things really are ridiculous as women fight for further and further rights there are men g- or people should i say going the opposite direction and then actually fighting for women to be submissive this is a thing you can look it up it's on instagram uh, no no it's on instagram. it's on tiktok and there are podcasts um, that depict this of like I don't want to promote them because some of their messages are really toxic like objectively and if you believe in that then I don't know what to say to you but it's not just like hey you know women are fighting a bit too much uh, da, da, da. it's not like on the low key they are screaming at the top of their lungs hypothetically that women should be tamed women should be submissive you know and 100% that is sexist <laughs> imagine, imagine, you know, like, these days, um, uh, people are being called snowflakes, like, so fast, over the smallest things, they're especially liberals, snowflakes, but, yeah, you'll be a snowflake, too, if they start condemning your ideologies, you know, a lot of people just shut other people down without ever having a proper, uh, actual discussion, so, it comes to free speech, right, you're like, yeah, this is my free speech, you know, like, Like, I can say whatever I want to say, but at the same time, you shouldn't say all of those things. (laughs) It, It goes both ways. If you're allowed to say whatever you want to say, someone else is allowed to say it too. This is the free speech that you want, and this is the free speech that you have. You know, Like, I'm not saying this is exactly what you want per se, but this is free speech. Free speech isn't allowing someone to say what they think, all right? And so it goes beyond free speech And kind of into what our ideologies are So for me, growing up, I have all these stigmas um, doesn't necessarily mean it's right Actually, it doesn't mean it's right at all Like, a lot of these I do feel bad thinking But it's an unconscious thing And it's very, very unfortunate So you have all these, like Toxic masculinity. Um, TikToks or podcasters or whatever they want to call themselves. Uh, and their argument is always like, it's biology. Women should be like this. Men should be like this because it's biology. Okay, we're made up by a bunch of red blood cells. And white blood cells. And and all these things. Uh, there are not a lot of what these... People call a biology. It's not exactly true. There are some innate traits. There are some things that people have, but it varies person to person. That's why you have people who are stronger in certain traits compared to others. But there, the biology of taming someone or someone being tamed, that's just not a thing. (laughs) It's not a thing. Um. Yeah. Uh, out of, like, studying psychology, out of my entire bachelor, I have not once read a scientific study about taming women. You know? Uh, or, like, the science behind taming women, per se. Like, uh, even if there are scientific studies like that, if you go back to my critical thinking episode, um, it's... it's It's not always the most reliable and or valid study. And a lot of times if you do obtain the data, if you're looking for a pattern, you will find a pattern. Like, that's just the way our brain works. Our brain likes patterns. It likes to recognize something. It hates the fact that it can't find some type of pattern. Finding patterns will happen if you are looking for it. You know, that's just a a thing. Uh, but, uh, yeah. I would just be very careful before believing all of this and randomly believing people who have zero, uh, background in anything, saying, like, this is biology, this is the way things should be, when it's just not. <laughs> just not, you know? Yeah. Anyways, you go back to my initial kind of, you go back to my initial uh, metaphor of uh, Tupac, right? He made this like, um, he made this kind of argument. And some people would argue, yeah, we need to be heard. You know, it's about time. We need to be heard. Okay, great. You've yelled, you've screamed, you got the attention. The world's looking at you now. What are you going to say? And unfortunately, not not everyone, of course. Some people have made beautiful, beautiful speeches and beautiful movements. And it has come a long way. And that is a beautiful thing. But some people are still yelling and screaming. We, You have our attention. You have everyone's attention. You know? Maybe it's not the attention you look for, because half of it are people doubting you as they listen to you. But still, you have the attention. And screaming and yelling some more and causing more pain and aggression on unnecessarily is not an answer anymore. So now I'm talking about people on the extreme end of the spectrum. It goes both ways. Some conservatives are too much. They are way too much. But some liberals as well. Don't hide in your pedestal. Both sides have people in the wrong. Both sides have people who are way too much. And I looked for video ideas for my YouTube channel, and I kind of dove into conservative TikTok. And I don't normally use TikTok for leisure purposes, but I do use it when I want to come up with some type of uh, next video or something I want to talk about, right? And I dove into conservative TikTok just to see uh, what these people think. I wanted to give them benefit of the doubt. See what is their argument? Why do they believe what they believe in? I dove into also liberal. Like I dove both ways, and a lot, a lot, a lot of their videos were very much either calling the opposition snowflakes or kind of reacting to their most extreme videos. So. You have, like, a typical uh, person who is a Republican. They would be looking at videos at someone who is a liberal, but a very, very extreme one of extreme views. And then kind of generalize this one extreme video to the entire party. That's not the best way to do it. And it's the same. Liberals do the same to Republicans, too. You know? So, I'm just saying, like, if you want to have a decent discussion... You should sit down and have a level headed discussion and then actually make some change and not just yell at each other. You know, like reacting to the extremes just to prove your point isn't proving your point because you're acting, reacting to extremes. You know, it's like saying, like, you know, I can solve math. Let me just take this one plus one equals two. Look at that. I'm a mathematician. No, you just took an extremely easy answer. Actually, take some harder answers. Uh, take some harder questions. Uh, and I answer that. Then maybe you can prove your point better. And it goes both ways. I'm not an American. Surprise, surprise. So I'm not on either party. And from the outside, honestly, it looks like either parties are not exactly winning any favors. The more divided you are, the more divided your country will be. Honestly. And the more you shut down your other party, the more you're like, yeah, you're, you're the snowflakes on both sides. The less you're helping your country. I think now more than ever, people need to be unified. And the sooner you realize that the better. And the more unified you are, the better you can come together and make a system that works for everyone. And like screaming at each other, shutting things down, and just going to extremes is isn't helping anyone, honestly. Uh, (laughs) There are a lot of beautiful aspects of it, but there are also a lot lot of ugly aspects for it. And uh, in recent years, unfortunately, the ugly is outshining the beauty. And it's very, very unfortunate. (laughs) But, yeah. This is just how it looks from the outside. And uh, if you're a US citizen right now, kind of listening to this, then kind of look at your government and your system. There are very beautiful aspects of it, but there are also aspects of it that are actively falling apart. The further you fight, the further you kind of make fun of your opposition. whether you are a Republican or a Democrat, no one like it doesn't matter. The more you fight against it, the worse the worse you're gonna feel. because if the opposition wins, then your whole life is gonna be over. That's what you think at least. Because their views are getting more and more extreme Because you're fighting it even more It's same for the other way around You know Like, it's just, uh, it's, just it's just very unfortunate uh, Yeah Yeah, so you have, uh, of course We talked about free speech And what that means Um i think in a pandemic we see it a lot especially with the whole mask and vax situation when people are like you know like yeah it's my right i want to get vax hey it's my right i want to get it uh i don't want to wear a mask and then the opposition will be like hey you're killing people but yeah it's my right okay <laughs> uh it's a never-ending argument and i think it's like it's just not helping anyone The sooner you understand the science Behind what you're doing, what you're doing The better you understand it And then calling everyone a sheep Is not (laughs) helping Anything You call people a sheep But then you unironically Listen to all these information And news without any backing Or any scientific uh, Reasoning behind it Who is the real sheep here You're calling people names that you yourself Are carrying out Um, but yeah, we go into like all these things about free speech and we see more and more that free speech is becoming a one way street. Uh, we have cancel culture. We have people getting bullied for every small thing. There are more and more things that is not socially acceptable, but at the same time more socially acceptable, like so many, so many things. Um, you have, of course, I talked about it before in another episode about, like, uh, yeah, like, in America, a lot of pancake companies are being shut down because of their imagery, right, of, like, uh, a black person on the image of the box or being, like, the... Was that the logo of the box? And that's being cancelled out. And some things are good, some things are bad, right? There are celebrities being, like, shut down really, really fast for the smallest things. Uh, and also some really important things. So, it goes both ways. But the more we go on, the more the less and less we can say. There are so many things that are becoming uh, less okay to say, you know? The more you discover, like... In the past, um, what what was uh, what is the reflection of this word in the past? And I think there was, like, some influencers now. Oh, my gosh. These people are not influencers. These people just dance and do nothing. Um, not all of them, but there are some I have in mind. There were, like, three little boys. They look like they're nine, but apparently they're, like, 15, 16. And they were caught. Uh, they were uh, on... TikTok live, I think, I don't know, one of the lives on one of the social media platforms. And this dude walked into the room where his friend was, and the friend did not know he was on live. And then he kind of say hey, n-word to his friend, as if like, hey, buddy, but with the n-word. And then the friend who was live streaming, who just entered the room, quickly shut it down. And from there, you can kind of tell that they use it day to day. Because they did not know the live was on. But he still said it as if he's calling his friend. Like, hey, buddy. Hey, f- hey friend. And he used that N-word. And it was like, hey, N-word. Um, and then not long after, I think 20, 30 minutes after. Uh, he came in front of the camera. And then did a live again. with The friend. Uh, and kind of made the fakest apology I've ever seen in my life. So now people are... Like, this dude knows that if he doesn't say sorry he will get cancelled and his career, so to say, will be over. So he gave the most, honestly, the fakest thing I've ever seen in my life. But he said it for the sake of saying it. So he just came on and he was just like, yeah, I'm sorry, I don't know what else to say. And oh my goodness. Now, like, people already know. Like, it's a script. If you mess up, go and say story and that's it. This dude never got cancelled. But his apology was the fakest thing in the world. If you don't learn from it... That was the point, honestly. The cancellation was good for nothing. Because this person clearly did not learn from it, and I'm pretty sure he made like three apology videos. So, like He like, was caught saying it like three times and he still has not learned from it, because clearly he still uses it in his day-to-day life. So people, like, people have like, developed some type of script already <laughs> for their life as to what to say and what not to say. So it's just interesting because these people clearly do not give a crap. <laughs> you know, and they still like carry on. But yeah, what can you do? These people have to be taught a lesson, you know, and that's only can be done, you know, when they learn for themselves what is okay and what's not. So yeah. But yeah, as I was saying, like free speech is just like as we go on, the smaller and smaller this box of free speech becomes. Because you can say free speech all you want, but there are some things that you just don't say, right? Like you don't fat shit people, no matter what your thoughts are on fat people. I know that's a huge argument on it, or like people who are larger in size per se, or I don't know what what I don't even know what word to use that would be appropriate because some people take offense to the word fat. And then if I say overly like above average. That, that will also be offensive to some because, like, what exactly is the average? See, I don't even know how to address this. Like, <laughs> it's a never ending thing. Um, but yeah, so this box of, like, free speech, um, you might think, like, you oh, know, free speech is whatever I want to say. Yeah, but then some things you say, you will get cancelled. And that limits your speech. <laughs> and if you're like, I don't care if I get cancelled, then, okay, then you, you know, like, I'm good on you. <laughs> Clearly your income doesn't rely on on like other people's approval and that's a good thing. But for like influencers and stuff, you know, like people who make money based on public appearance or public like view of you, and it's important. But also kind of your friend's view of you, then it kind of reduces your quality of life. Because if you're someone who's like, oh, I don't care, I'm going to call this fat person big and fat and horrible, and that's a form of bullying. Yeah it's free speech, but it's bullying. <laughs> Same thing if you go up to a black person or like an Asian person. Now, Asian hate is very common, apparently, uh, which is not cool. Like, But yeah, if you go up to them and you like, go back to your country, you know, yeah, it's free speech, but that's still not a cool thing to say. So free speech kind of comes with unwritten rules. And these unwritten rules are getting stricter, and they're getting more and then more and then more. <sighs> but yeah. So, uh, as society progresses into this next step, there will be a lot of people who are uncomfortable with it. And that's just a fact. We see it everywhere. People are very uncomfortable with the changes happening with our society. Um, and this is something that happens for the greater good, right? But then at the same time, there's a lot of aspects as well that are getting more and more toxic. So, it's hard to keep track of <laughs> anymore. Um, yeah. Oh well. I think something that's fair to advocate for is just peace and kindness. Because that can go a long way. And it's very underrated. And if you're someone who's like, oh, peace and kindness, uh, but no, I don't believe in that, then honestly, there's nothing. <laughs> there, there will always, always, always be something you say that someone will go against. Something as simple as, and positive as world peace and kindness, people will have something to say. And that's very unfortunate. But it is how the world works. <laughs> There's <laughs> almost uh, nothing anyone can say that will be agreed upon by everyone, you know. But we try, we try our best. But um yeah, I hope uh, everyone goes out and uh, be kind and be nice and just peace, <laughs> you know. Yeah, hope you like kind of think about this before you. I don't know, start cancelling someone or start making all these aggressive moves and kind of understand, like, is it really necessary in helping us progress or is it just another dumb kid who's not gonna help or, like, maybe you should just give him the help he deserves and then just move on, you know, and then like, yeah. Ah, it's just a lot. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, yeah, I hope everyone goes up and be be kind, be nice and yeah, peace out.